1: This is The View from the Gladys Street, a podcast by the fans, for the fans, as we go on the terraces to discuss all the big talking points at Everton Football Club.
2: Hello, we are back for this week's Everton Fan Podcast on the Royal Blue, Acast and iTunes channel. It's The View from the Gladys Street and I'm your host, Ian Kroll. We have a bumper show for you today, it's the Everton Fan Season Review. This is the podcast where we look back on the campaign as a whole The ups, the downs, the highs and the lows I'm going to ask the lads who their player of the season was Their young player of the season Their moment of the season Their regret of the season Their biggest disappointment of the season And that's just to name a few There'll be more obvious answers than others But I'll give my opinion as well And hopefully I can throw a spanner in the works to provoke some debate We have a full squad for this one No last minute injuries, no last minute pullouts We are ready to go Guests include Graham Callaghan. You all right, Graham?
1: Sorry, mate, thanks.
2: Connor O'Neill. You all right, Connor? Evening, Ian. am Rob Astle. You all right, Rob? All right, mate. You okay? Yeah, not too bad. Um, Rob, we'll start with you. Uh, we'll get to it straight away. Season's been over a week. Had a bit of time to sit down and digest everything that's gone on. Um, have you been... Have you looked back and said you're pretty content with how the season went as a whole?
3: To be honest with you, it went exactly how I thought it would go. I thought we'd do... I don't think... I didn't think we'd do any worse than what we did last year. My only we'll probably get onto it later. My only, the only black marks made against silver are the cup competitions. Um, it was a season of transition. Um, obviously, we've been putting up with Sam Allardyce for six months and then Ronald Koeman before that. Um yeah, it, it went exactly how I expected the two, really. Um, but onwards and upwards now.
2: Graeme, a few weeks since you've been on the podcast, so uh, welcome back. Has this season been a failure in your eyes or has it been uh, one of just... Progression.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't call it a failure. Um I wouldn't call it a season of, of progression either. I think um it was a season or two after really, wasn't it? We were we were quite poor in the first half of the season and it's picked up as the season's gone on. Um I think I'd agree with Rob the the Cups were a big disappointment. Um but I, th- I suppose if it was going to happen the way it's happened then that's the best way that you know we've got some momentum going into a pre-season going into next season the fact that the season picked up later on rather than spir- spiralling off um, so you know glasses always are full got to gotta, gotta be optimistic and see what he can do in the summer massive massive summer now for Silva.
2: Connor, Conor did, did you expect more from the season um, in not, the league anyway
0: not really no if I'm being honest I think it kind of was what it was um, I think it was kind of what probably most of us expected it to be. I agree with the lads. I think I, I agree. A, a, I disagree a little bit. It was progressive. It was. We did show signs where we were showing prog- progression. Obviously, there was a real bleak point in the season around December, you no know, January into February, where it, it it kind of went sour and there was a lot of head scratching and a lot of, of you no know, questions being branded about. But I think we showed signs of progression, we showed signs of what we can do. But I think now it is probably one of the biggest summers in, in the club's history. And I know we always seem to say that every year, it's, it's the biggest summer ever, but this just feels like it's got a real kind of big feeling about it in, in terms of there's you know, a lot of questions that need answered and a lot of gaps that need filling. There's obviously doubt over Gomez and Zuma's future. You know, Arisa again, again, there could be potential You know, clouds hanging over his future at the club. So, it's massive now summer to see what, and it's also a big summer to see what Marcel Brands and Silva can actually come up with, after, with a year of planning. you know, Last summer, it was very much all. Oh, well, they both come into the job late. It's hard to go into a transfer, transfer market when you, you're almost playing back up, like back up chasing yeah. to, to other clubs we've had time to plan. They've had a year to plan now, so will be interested to what, see what they can come up with and what they have come up with. Okay, uh, interesting take. Interesting summary from the
2: three of you guys there, uh, Rob. Let's let's get down to the, the nitty gritty of it then. Um, obviously, player of the season. Th- there's not many candidates for for player of the season, really. Um, but we'll give you the we'll give you the go ahead first. And for player of the season, who who was who your
3: Everton player of the season? I think the obvious choice is Lucas Dean. You know, we had Leighton Baines for however long, how long have we had Leighton Baines for well, ten plus years. And he's been like the perfect left-back in every sense. And then the biggest fear we've always had is how do we replace Leighton Baines and this lad's come in. I knew nothing about I'd never heard of him, to be honest with you, before he came in. You know, we we spends obviously big money on him. Um, and it's like, it, it's like watching a young Baines. You know, he gets forward, he puts balls into the box. Um, he scores great free kicks. I put him on penalties personally, given what Sigurdsson's record was this year. Um, and as well he's got a good relationship now with um, with Bernard on the left hand side and it's it, it's that left hand side's integral to how we, how we play football and how we attack how we attack teams he's your obvious choice but I think there's credible mentions as well to this Gay he's been outstanding pretty much all season and then when he had he, moved, he was trying to get a move to PSG he didn't sulk he didn't you know, we didn't
2: well, go on strike for like two
3: hours, or so. two hours, you know. But after that, yeah, after that, he stepped it up a notch. And towards the the tail end of the season, he was absolutely unreal. Um, so he's incredible of mention that he got joint, didn't he? At the play or the players' play wasn't it at, at, at the club, wasn't it? It, mm-hmm. was, yeah. it was
1: first time so
3: happened, yeah, it? and then. Another credible mention as well, for you can't I, have three. Uh, no, but my main one's Lucas Dean, but obviously, but then I think I don't think you can overlook Michael Keane either. I think he's been, he's definitely the most improved player, you know, 100% there. But I think he's turning As that leader that we want him to now. And I'm looking forward to seeing him again next year, really. But yeah, Lucas Dean probably is probably my vote on it you got a fourth or anyone like that. So you're
1: going for Luka Dean. <laughs> Luka Dina. Yeah. yeah, that's fair mm-hmm. enough. Uh Graeme, do you agree disagree with that? Can't can't argue with that. I no. think Dini is my player of the season, too. He can defend, he goes forward, makes assists, he's, you know, thrown a few goals into the mix as well. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna put a downer on it and say, is, is he too good for Everton? Are we going to struggle to keep him in the summer? Because he's, to, especially to come in not, not only to a new club, but to a new league, to a mm. league that he's never played in before, and and what is probably the most competitive league in, league in Europe. He, he's been outstanding. He has. He's been head and shoulders above everybody else for me. And to um, oust, you know, a yeah, left back, as Rob said, you know, who's been, been, you know, in, instrumental to. I the can't club. argue. I think it's been called right. I think Dinya is player of the season for me. Um, I did have some honourable mentions like Rob did as well. <laughs> I think Vassalisson's had a good season myself too. I think he's been, he's been, you know, he's played on the left, he's played up front, he's been, you know, in and out of the team in various positions. Um, and I think to score, his 14 goals he scored this season, I think, you know, that's a, that's an achievement in his first season at the club as well. Did so that, I think that he's a close...
2: Mid- mid season. Probably
1: didn't it probably be why he's 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 the runner up for me and he's he, he didn't quite you know take the accolade but didn't you didn't you replay the season for me uh and me me one honourable mention will we'll go to Rich Allison. I'm not gonna
3: I think the thing with Rich Allison there as well is like he came in having had like a blister and start at Wafford the year before, wasn't it? Like he scored he like and then once October November it, it was like oh wow he spent fifty million on this crab who hasn't scored mm. you know and how long and he and Again, he's so integral to how we play football and attack teams. Don't think he
2: helped himself at times when he was sulking and wheels yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, where it wasn't
1: going,
3: where
2: yeah.
1: we needed him to be like a bit of a leader, really. The thing with him as well is his age. We all, I think we all know 20, how old he is. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a kid, isn't he? He's a youngster. As some people say, you know, he's the Brazilian Macfadden. he runs into brick walls, this, that, and you know, the other. 14 goals in the Premier League from someone who doesn't, he's not a striker. I think that's, that's a great achievement. And I don't think, it, you know, we certainly haven't set the world alight this season. So to do it in a team that, you know, at certain periods has struggled. I think he, he he would be up there for me, but Dinya takes it.
2: Kind have you got a left-field uh, option for player of the season? Sadly not. No, full-out. Full Look
0: at Dean. Um, I mean, I, I know lads have given honorable mentions out there, but for me, I don't think anyone gets near near him. I think he's just been absolutely outstanding and he's got better and better week by week. Mm. I mean, I remember watching him the, the first time against Rotherham in, in the League Cup and I went with a mate and, we were a bit like, wow, he looks really good there. But you're thinking, oh, well, we're playing Rotherham in yeah. the Cup, a low-level championship side, fighting relegation. Who themselves have put second-string players, because they had a big game on the weekends and stuff. And you kind of thinking, oh, well, is it just? But then since then, he's just kicked on, and you know, it has now become a case of late Baines, who, which no one at the club ever thought. I think I don't think we ever thought we'd be in that position where we'd be saying, oh, well, you know, if any, and if Baines does move on he moves on, you know, for years it was, after oh, Baines moves on, but, but, I mean, I don't know if any of you have seen it, there's a video of David Moyes doing a, a coaching masterclass on YouTube from when he was at Everton. Oh, nice. Um, that must have been d- fun. Dissecting it. <laughs> 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 it's quite recent, it's, it's quite, I think it's just come out. Um, but it's, it's interesting because he basically says that Baines was catered the way his teams used to attack because the, he, he knew how energetic he was and the fact that Dean has come in and basically almost just took, took his mantle and took his place is... Beyond our wildest dreams if we're being honest. And I agree with a little bit with Graham. I think being the Evertonian being an Evertonian, you do start thinking nervously, oh well, if he has another barnstorming season next year at a club's from
1: Is there's you know, already a Spurs link, isn't there? A with city sure? Sp- I sure I heard a swap deal with Spurs for Danny Rose and the noise from Dinya's camp is that he's he's uh, He's happy he wants to go to London. Okay. But that was just on Talk Sports I've not heard anything else since. Well, we won't I, think, to them. No. I think the
3: thing about I think the thing about about Dean as well is that I can only think of one bad game he had this year, and it was the West Ham game, and I think that might have even been like his home debut in the mm. league. Other than that, he's been just been consistently like sevens and eights all mm. the way through the season, even and sometimes even better than that. And he can't half hit the ball as well. He's just he is he's just great, and and I, hope, I hope we get to keep him. Yeah.
2: Well. It's not quite a full house, Connor, because I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be different, just to be different. I'm gonna go with just a uh, uh, gay, just purely for the fact that I defended him a lot over the course of the season, and I thought he was, I thought he was solid up until you know the transfer window, and then he went on to another level mm-hmm. for me. Um, I felt Dean obviously cemented him as himself as a, as our left back, and you know defensively was great. Going forward, he was fantastic, but I felt Guy was just, or Gay, sorry, he was just instrumental to everything that that midfield did. Mm. You know, when we lost the ball, he was just there, he was just winning it back. So um, for me, player of the season is a, a, just a gay, and um, you know, just to be different. Obviously, it, you can't split the two. Um, I would know, no issues whatsoever. Obviously, call the Dean player of the year. So absolutely. Uh, Graham, then young player of the season. I mean, it's a difficult, difficult one, this, but you can include Richarlison in there. He's in that age bracket. So I think
1: I would include Richarlison in there, obviously, because like I've already mentioned, I think he's had a, a good, a solid season, um, especially given that it's his first season at the club. But I'd have to go Calvert-Lewin, p- purely because I didn't like him at the start of the season. Not i had nothing against him, obviously, but I just didn't think he was good enough. Yeah, Pure yeah. and simple, I didn't think the lad had it. I didn't think he could lead the line for Everton. I didn't think he had what a took took to be a, a, a top Premier League player and he, he's starting to prove me wrong. Um, he needs to add goals to his game, absolutely, no doubt about it, but he's come on leaps and bounds. Certainly with the upturn in Everton's form towards the end of the season, he's he's looked a lot better as well, um, whether it's a confidence thing or what, I don't know, but the, the centre-forward spot still remains a problem, don't get me wrong, we do still need to bring in a top-quality centre-forward, but he's a great, a great second striker to have around for me um, and I do think... In the last, the last half of the season, he's looked he's looked really really good. And but given that I thought he was not very good, I'd have to I'd have to say Calvert Lewin me.
2: I mean, he's been kind of instrumental in the back end of the the season as to how we have played games. Does,
1: does the hard work, yeah. Don't he, that,
2: and we, you know, we've said he he's not a natural finisher. I don't think he's ever going to be that type of player. Whether you can you know teach that into someone is, a, is another question. But you know, it was hold up play and absolutely. his you know passing and stuff like absolutely. that. Absolutely,
1: Fran- France won a World Cup with Giroud up front, didn't he? Who doesn't score a lot of goals but they built the team around what he brings to the side mm. didn't he um, and I think Calvert-Loon can be the same I think you know without him players like Richarlison who we've mentioned and, and other lads who've scored scored goals this season might not have done that without him doing the, doing the hard work up top on his own it's a horrible job to have playing up front on your own especially um, when
3: you're not scoring as well yeah. the confidence thing but
1: he's never he's never did um, and I think he's showed glimpses of quality he's definitely put some size on he's bigger he's stronger Um, and he, you know, he he would have been one at the start of the season. I I wouldn't have been sorry to see on loan leave, whatever. But now I think, uh, I think he's someone who should stick around. I think he's come on a lot, and he'd get my Young Player of the Season.
0: Connor, is he one that should stick around, and does he get your Young Player of the Season? He's definitely improved, and he's he's definitely in the reckoning. But I go I just think the goals he scores, you know, were crucial. I think you you look at a team that for long, long spells the season look like we we flew we, we out of attack. You know, if we, I know we had a, a flurry of goals towards the end of the season, but there was moments where you, you, we looked like a team we were never going to score a goal again because we got into the final third and it all broke down. I just think the goals he scored and the impact he's had has it, been nothing short of superb. And he looks like, one who, again, like Calvert-Loon, who could improve and kick on and get better and better. And I think his, his pacing I think the, the goal against Brighton where we, we hit them on the counter... And he, he sort of swept it home. Which way rounds? He took, knocked it past Duffy and rounds the goalie. And he, he showed then real composure the, that the way he finished. And if he can do more of that on a more regular basis, then he'll, be, he'll become a, a massive, massive talent um, and, and a big hit with with the fans. And for me, I think he's just been head and shoulders above any of our, our young lads this season. You got any concerns of Ben because he's going to be playing for Brazil, isn't he? In that, um, the I mean, it depends how much game time he gets with Brazil, doesn't it. I know he's in the squad, but you know we've seen it before. Just because you're in, the, I mean, Ross Barkley went to a World Cup, didn't he? And never kicked the ball, never got off the bench. So just because you're in the squad doesn't mean you're going to <coughs> play, does it? So you imagine he'll be on the bench more, coming off, coming on. Sorry, with the likes in Neymar and know the, the, the other attack, the Coutinho, the other attacking talent. So yeah, you have to always have that fear of burnout, But I think that's up to the club to manage. I think in this day and age, this shouldn't be a case of burnout because the sports science and the money that's invested in that side of it should pretty much be solving these these problems, not not bringing them up.
2: Did you see that video Of him in his house celebrating? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah As if he didn't know Like the camera crews That were there And stuff like that It was obvious <laughs> yeah. That he was going to
0: get picked mean, Imagine the, if he'd never got picked And he was all there That,
2: that might have been A better <laughs> video To be honest yeah. It Goes what? a drug But it's a disgrace <laughs> know? <Yeah. I> know. <laughs> um, Rob then but, uh, we, uh,
3: full, Well it's not a full house You know what You've got valid points About Calvert lewin I totally agree But The reason I'm picking A Charleston Is because He's been in the team All year now, I'm not saying that's Carver Lewin's fault because obviously we, but we experimented a lot with the number nine position didn't we throughout mm-hmm. the year it was Richarlison at some point as well uh, and to his credit he plugged away at that the best he could you know he come up against the likes of you know come up against the likes of like Van Dyke and things like that and, and did alright against them and so it's, yeah Richarlison for me I think he's 2021. 20, he's he's got he's had a bag of goals this season and if Carval Lewin had a probably had a bit more of a run in the team maybe a little earlier on. It probably would have been him, but yeah, Richarlison, I think.
1: I mean, my Richarlison, I think sometimes you just forget that like, he is the, young. That, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And, and, the, and the, the place tag as well. The reason like, I couldn't yeah. give it to Richarlison myself is because he cost 45 million quid yeah. and You'd I expected expect- him to come into the team yeah. and score a few goals and, and you know, carry the can a little bit and take yeah. a bit more responsibility. Um, that comes with that the yeah, territory, I obviously I gave him runner-up in the player of the season, but I think, like, young player you know, it's a step down in it. And I think given that he cost so much money, given the reputation that he came with, given that he'd done so well the previous season with Watford, he, he's done he's done fantastically well, don't get me wrong, but I sort of wanted him to and expected him to because because everything, of everything that came with him. You know, he's a Brazilian international, top quality player. I, he's had a great season, but I think... You know, he needed to have a great season.
3: I think I think as well, what, what's kind of like, what's a bit of a shame really in terms of a young player of the season is that we've only got two to pick from. Mm. You know, we've got Richarlison there, who's obviously a massive candidate for it, and Carvert-Lewin because of the work rate he was putting in in the, in the second half of the season. But Tom Davis hasn't developed the way we'd like him to. John Joe Kenny hasn't, and Adam Ola-Luckman's been a massive disappointment. Normally, Everton have got like three or four players there. Mm. How who, who, he
1: not? Was he not in there? He he's 24, 20, yeah, 24 yeah, he's 24 any he Pickford
3: so like but like there's players there he, he, we expected a lot more from him and I'm gutted that they're not in the recognition for it because you know Tom Davis was given he was given the captain's, the captain's armband at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. so Silver, Silver obviously put a lot of faith in him and he didn't really perform to the level that I mean he just signed him to he offered and the,
2: and being off the new deal which, yeah, is which so
3: you, Silver obviously sees something sees something in him and then you've got John Joe Kenny and Seamus Coleman spent a bit of time off the team, didn't he? Earlier in early in the season, and th- through injury and and, and whatnot, and, and John Joe Kenny just didn't grasp that that chance and and push himself as the, you know, and that could, he could have been one. But it, it is just a shame that we only had two to pick from, really.
2: Okay, well, obviously Richardson the standout there with um, Graham there saying Dominic Carver-Lewin so I think it's it's fair enough, isn't it, for them too? Obviously Richardson, um, probably the winner for that one, um, Connor. Um, I'll give you first option on this one then. Um, Interest them on this, plenty of um, candidates for it.
0: Goal of the season, I think there's only one. You know, and it's in the away at Leicester, I think. I would never <laughs> even got in like the reckoning of like the national votes. Shocked me a little bit because everything from the turn, the finish, the, the the curve on the ball was just superb. And don't get me wrong, we we did score some good goals this season. You know, the, you look at like the the Brighton. Couple of the goals against Brighton, where the council attack on one in particular where we, we broke with speed and I think it was a Dean's volley against Man United at the Glasgow Street, but mm. was it was another cracker. Um, but no, I think for me, there's, there's nothing beats that. I mean, it was stunning and it, it's just. Again, you just want to see him do that more than because he's obviously got it in his locker to do. So you want to see him? You want to see him do it more than you know, the flash in the pan? That it's it's kind of become for the mm. season. But as a goal itself, did not nothing for me. Nothing beats that for me. I mean,
2: I'm not going to diss and give him credit in here because I think he's been great for us. But just like you said, then it, it it's them type of goal seem few and far between. When he was at Swansea, he felt like he was doing it
0: every mm-hmm. week. Do you know what I mean? I don't know whether you agree with that. No, no, it, it's, there's definitely something. You definitely want to see it more. You want to see him shoot from distance more often. You look at United where he just has a pot shot from 30 yards because he's got nothing on it. Gets the, it's the bottom corner. You know, it goes back to the old saying, doesn't it? You, know, you, you, you can't win the raffle if you don't buy a ticket. And I think sometimes you've been a little bit conservative in his, his playing, as the way we approach the final third. But I think in terms of just a goal, that was the, by far... Our goal of the season for me, it was it was superb.
2: Rob, you were shaking your head there when
3: Connor was uh, saying the goal of the p- season. He's picked the obvious one and he goes, oh, I'm gonna go left field, I'm gonna go um Richarlison's first against Brighton because the counter move for that between Sigurdsson, and Bernard and Richarlison was just like like was it, we were up and that we were up the pitch in like ten, fifteen seconds. Okay. And that's gonna be my goal of the season. Go I mean yeah. fair, fair fair play to if your life with that you but you know, <laughs> just to go just to go a bit different, I think everyone picks that. And but we have scored some great goals. Richarlison's goal, first goal game of the season against Wolves, the um, where he put it in the um,
0: bottom corner, bottom, yeah. in
3: the bottom corner. Bernard against West Ham, um, the second goal against West Ham. The yeah. build up play to that is yeah. people, I think, what annoys me is with 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 goal of the season uh, contenders, right? Is that the, like you said, the, the one on um. I want the match of the day one right. It all involved 75% of them were goals from outside the box. But some of the goals we've scored this year have been absolutely unreal, down to sheer team play. And I think they're massively overlooked at times. Mm. But so yeah, my vote is the Richarlison against Brighton.
2: Okay, we'll leave some goals for Graham so we and can it. know
1: that we go. going. But it's all day. Yeah, Absolutely, hands down, with no equivocations, 100% Sigurdsson, Leicester away.
3: My favourite part about that goal is right... It's the way he turns Madison. Turn, yeah. it's, the, it's not the finish itself. It's the mm. it's sending Madison back to the shop in it for the mm. uh, for the paper. There he's just like <laughs> leaving for dead.
2: I mean, I, I obviously knew the Sigurdsson goal there was going to be the mm. standout. and I, 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 it's very hard to argue that. I don't think you can. It, it probably is goal of the season, but I think any of the goals, the first three against United at home, you could maybe give him. Um, so you've got Richardson's bicycle kick. Mm. I thought that was fantastic you've got you mentioned it there before Connor, Sigurdsson's goal where it was kind of a counter attack
1: mm. does the hair not do better there though for me which that's what takes the shine no no obviously you know
2: you have to look at all the elements to it I mm. just mean the counter attack from that and then it was like you know pot shot but it, it went in and then Luca mm. Dean's just absolute. Just it was Again, a way of regardless the hair
1: need to do better that's why I don't consider it. No, no. I'm just I'm just saying that they're, they're the three context there. as well in the game to be to beat them like that and to score yeah. those goals, I suppose, yeah. But I just think Sigurdsson's gone. Hold on to
3: your socks here though. Go on. You're missing that fourth goal. Walk That was a great goal. Uh. Good finish. Man. The build up <laughs> and the finish to that.
1: Shock and touch
0: by Walcott don't go away with it.
3: But it ended off the back of the net though, didn't it? Got away with it, though. But the build-up, <laughs> <laughs> build though, was absolutely unreal for that. I think that, again, that if you're overlooking that, all goals in that game were great. I, I thought
0: we scored some crackers against Burnley on Boxing Day as well. As mm-hmm. He did. There
3: was a free against Watford yeah. as well, didn't you? Was it yeah, didn't yeah He scored the free kick at Burnley, didn't he? Yeah. We have scored like a good goals. They've not been scrappy or anything like that. And
2: The one against Watford as well to... Last minute against, yeah. Last game, just said that, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. You know, we've scored some great goals, and you just like
0: Tossens against Spurs last game of the season.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you know what I have to
3: think about that one? Then I couldn't. <laughs> too busy watching another football match at the time. <laughs> um,
2: okay, this, this is an interesting one, and it's your own interpretation of it, so it could be anything. It could be, you know, something that happened on the pitch. It could be something that didn't happen on the pitch. It could be anything. So, Rob, y- your moments of the season. Moments of the season? Oh God. Um, you meant to know your answer. I gave you the agenda before. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, thought you
1: gonna, I thought you were going to... i thought you asked him first no. so I haven't got a clue either.
2: Moments of the... Do you know what, right? Like, Moments of the season for me, it will be... I just. I hope you don't take mine because I think mine's like dead quirky in left field. But go on, I'll let you go
3: first. Mine's going to be... It was... It's not... It, it, it's It's more like the collection of games against City... Not City. Um, Arsenal, United and Chelsea. Yeah. Where we played really, really well and it was like, it, I felt like we'd we'd moved up a level. And what you said before, Grey, about taking it into next season, taking our form into next season and just hitting, hitting the ground running. But that United game for me was one of the best performances I've seen Everton put in, in years. Like front to back for 90 minutes, we were perfect. Scored four great goals and you put four past United. i just realised I've missed one out, but... Doesn't matter, we'll go on to, we'll carry on with what you're doing. I am going to say this was a <laughs> little further down on the agenda, yeah. But yeah, to put four past United, whatever kind of United team it is, it, this little team which has got Paul Pogba, Lukaku, Martial, Lingard, th- these great players, and we absolutely slaughtered them. So that, that collection of runner games. But, which culminated in that probably United, that United game for me, yeah, that was, and I, I just hope we take it into next season. Yeah, United 4-0. Have
2: you got your jacket, aim, or should
3: we it, come back?
1: It would probably have to be United, beating Man United 4-0 at Guthersen Park. It was, uh, it was great. Um, I think Liverpool not winning the league was a great moment. <laughs> <as> well, <but laughs> That's that, what he was going to say. it's not. It's horrible, it's bitter, but it, it was it was a great moment. <laughs> um, but beating United 4-0 at Guthersen, absolutely brilliant. Great, fantastic, yeah, definitely.
3: I, I just wish that game was earlier on in the season. Because I I mean Let's be I said The game at, at the end of the day It was a bit of a dead rubble Wasn't it I mean they were going for fourth But for us mm. it was nothing mm. But if that game means something A bit more Then it, it's even It's United it's, though not it it's, it's
1: Yeah
0: it, United yeah. anyway Connor then Go on I, I, I've been inclined to go with United But I also think like the atmosphere before the derby, Oh Goodison. you haven't, have you? That, <laughs> that was it, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was mine yeah. Oh, that should have, gone <laughs> should have gone first. No, go on, go on. I just think that it was it, you know, they'd been a lot made of the atmosphere at Goodison yeah. for what seems a lifetime. Um, and if we're being honest, it probably had dipped off and you, you look back at the you know, the city game in February where I remember the Echo that piece, didn't he, where people were actually saying on camera. Now we get beat because it'll put City back in pole position, etc. You know, and you look back at them nights where people are kind of arguing about, you no know, arguing on Twitter about, whether they want their own team to win or not, and yeah. you you go and it was quite flat. If we're being honest, and the 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 the, the, the atmosphere, is like the Wolves game, was, was flat, and I just think that. You know, the siren almost Connor brought. What are you doing? What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> i got moment of the
2: Isn't se- me notes. Moments of the season yeah. sirens for the Goodison derby. Yeah. That was me. That was Have me ha- had you. Have you, you, you been
0: hacking as emails? No. I, do. <laughs> I just think Siren that, Gate. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I just think that the the siren b- b- it brought yeah. brought everyone to life, and I actually think it played a part in in the room we went on because it got back to like that bare pit, you no know, atmosphere, and it was rocking, and it was the first time in a long time Like you you felt good at some rocking and. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was a little bit premature when we were singing "You're Gonna Win," NAT four. Yeah. So the poor um did, but but When there, like, when early there, there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, but you look back now and good had me like that for a long, long time, and it was just refreshing to see you know fans actually get get behind the team and not the moaning and the groaning and.
3: I think what was good about that the siren as well is like the like the Liverpool game was great. You know that was one of the best atmospheres yeah. ever. To. But it was we had we had we had we had Chelsea. United and Arsenal mm. after it, but then we played Burnley, and you don't expect it against Burnley, mm. but it was there again, yeah, it was, and it was the atmosphere was great. And you know, I think that first twenty minutes against Burnley, if we battered them, and we were the game was done back after then, yeah. and we can do that into the next season against like your West Ham's, against your Bournemouth's against whoever, mm. it's going to be great. Well,
0: they're the games where we've dropped
3: the points, yeah. aren't they
0: really. The games that we should expect.
3: We're the games it, it, it's win. flat
0: as well, isn't it? It's, the atmosphere is not great, and it's it's very subdued, and mm. you know and. There's, there's a lot made out of, of the atmosphere, isn't there, in football these days and rightly or wrongly, you know, the the prawn sandwich brigades as people say like Man United and stuff and I don't think we've gone that far yet, yeah, but there's definitely a, there's definitely been a drop off in the goodison and you know, give whoever give whoever it was at the club credit for mm. thinking of that to, to to kick start something because it's clearly worked and we haven't looked back we haven't mm. looked back at Goodison since. Well did anyone know that was gonna happen? I don't think so, no.
3: No, I don't think they did actually. I it don't wasn't think they did because
0: I remember
2: on the day, de- obviously, in the build up to the game, or like just before kickoff, it was so loud at Goodison. And, you know, the players are all to walk out. And next minute, you hear these sirens. And I was like, The ended. What's that? Yeah. What, what is that? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I just thought. The air stood, stood up on the back of my neck, and I just thought it was just thought it was great. And you know, obviously, we didn't get the win against Liverpool, which we what we wanted, but it definitely obviously didn't derail them. But it's it's obviously stopped them from did. from uh, winning the league. It Didn't derail them because he he went on to win every <laughs> single game <laughs> for, for the rest that, of but the that Costum, No, that, that game, you know, in in the running, that did. So um, yeah, the, the sadness for me, um, that that's definitely my one, the one that I've missed, which I think everyone's going to be agreeable on. And we've, you can't have said it anyway. Match of the season, mm. Man United. United. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just, you
0: just you, you can't you can't get no. better than that, can you? Mm. It's you know t- 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 to do what we've done was because like Rob said we were brilliant from front. I mean you look against Chelsea, rolled we rolled up, our looked not yeah. we mm. you know the first half if we were three 0 down, yeah, you couldn't have said no. oh you know that's a bit arse da. You know even in the second half they had a couple of ones where mm. deflection bounced. Know the wrong side of the post and stuff, and you know, he, and then even asked, I think Arsenal was a good performance. I just the chance of goals, yeah, yeah, from the, the But was that we were so wasteful in the final third, the last 10 minutes, you were thinking mm. they'll get one chance here and score mm. because we've been so wasteful. Whereas you know, United everything just sort of fell into place, and you know, Lukaku at the end you kind of summed it up, didn't it, to, to make it a, a perfect day, okay? Um, couple of, couple of negative ones here.
2: Our next two, you need to, to think carefully about them because they are two different ones, but they're kind of similar as well. If that makes sense, so I'll say them both. Say them both now. Who, who did you go, Rob? So Graham, I'll go with you next. Then, um, so we got worst player of the season and biggest disappointment of the season. Oh, that's <laughs> too easy for me. though. I'll carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, worst player of the
1: season. It's not I know NFL it's quite harsh, isn't it? it to, yeah. to say
2: like the worst player of the season, but you know, someone who just h- hasn't cut the mustard basically
1: well I know who Rob's going to say so yeah. I won't say it. I, I think I, I, I backed him up at the start of the season but I think for the money that we've paid for him and you know the, the expectation I think Tosin's been very disappointing um, you so know,
2: someone who's you expected a bit more from definitely, and definitely. just hasn't well, hasn't delivered when,
1: when, when Calvert-Lewins had to come in and lead the line and carry the cannon you've got a 20 was it 28 Twenty-five million pound striker, it's twenty odd million, yeah. International Champions League experience, you know, sat on the bench and he can't get in the team. Um, you've got to ask questions, haven't you? Um, he's had, he hasn't had a plethora of chances to get in the team and 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 you know prove himself, but the chances that he has had, he's not taken for me. Um, he scored the odd goal here and there, but given that he's a twenty odd million pound international with Champions League experience and his Everton career started reasonably well, um. I think he's been rather disappointing this season. I
2: just have to kind of disagree on it. I think he has had
1: chances. I think right. he's been
2: back and forth between carvert early. If you think back yeah. to early on in the season, on. mid-season, he definitely started. And then it was, all oh, right. well, it's Richarlison. And then the yeah. next minute it's Dominic Carverloo lewin Oh, we'll go
1: back to Tosin because it's not working. Um, just, it's, it's horrible, isn't it, to, yeah. to, to, to slate an Everton player like that and give him down the banks. And I don't want to come across like too harsh on him but yeah I think he's not
2: well that, that's your biggest disappointment so no, he's who's player. your um, who's your worst player oh he's Clinton's your worst player, worst player yeah. who's um, god my phone's going here hang on <laughs> so who's your who's your biggest disappointment
1: what in terms of like a disappointing moment of the season could or be
2: anything it? interpret it however you're it's,
1: it's got to be the Anfield derby hasn't it when Pickford's it, that started up, everything didn't it um, that I've never been more gutted in my life. I felt like I'd been kicked in the stomach. It was horrible. It's
3: because we'd done so well, wasn't
1: it? And we had, exactly, we were brave. And Mm -hmm. I don't mean brave in terms of throwing tackles in and, you know, work hard. I I mean, we were brave. We kept the ball in in positions that were risky. You know, we took one, two, three touches. We went there and and had a goal. Um, And to lose it like that was heartbreaking. It's got to be that for me. I know it's it's an obvious one, but... I think you're them, spot on.
2: Yeah. I, I think the way you've described it there is like being kicked in the stomach. Yeah. I actually like that pain that you probably feel yeah. in your stomach. I, I felt like that. Yeah. Connor, do you agree with both of them or have you got two different, uh, yeah, two I, different opinions? I, I agree
0: with the, the tossing. um as, as in the worst player? Yeah, I think he's absolutely woeful. You try and stick up for him, you try and give him every chance you can. You try to you know, to sort of convince yourself that he's going to turn a corner he's going to
1: he hasn't got a discernible no. attribute has he he hasn't he, he got he he, a- where you go but he does this he, but he, he does don't that. look at
0: him and think oh well he's just not playing to strength no. because you don't see what his strengths no, are he's got no turn of pace he's, got, he's not good yeah, he's, he's, he's got no, no no pace no kind of ability to hold the ball mm. up no no way of like he doesn't even run channels for you, does he? And cause a an nuisance no. of himself? Or uh, you look at like Sam Allardyce, for instance. You know, if he was still in charge, he'd struggle with Sam Allardyce because he wouldn't be able to hold the ball up as a, a long front man. Um, and I, I mean, I, it was quite clear in January; wasn't that the club wanted wanted them out? Um, but by all accounts, he kind of knocked back any chance, any kind of move that was thrown in his direction because he wants to fight it out, but. I think they'll be trying again to get rid of him this summer. I don't think he's in the plans. I don't I don't think they see him as someone who is going to come in and, you know, take us on to a new level or be given another chance. And I think that the Anfield derby was a disappointing moment in the season, but for me, the biggest disappointment was Adeloma Luckman.
1: Oh, I, was, I was going to say that, my alternative was that I agree I, I just
0: think, again, you know, you sit in the stands sort of moaning and hoping he's going to get his chance. Um to, to, to get a to get a start, and then when he gets a start, he's just terrible. He just doesn't, you know. He'll come off the bench for twenty minutes, and you think, wow, you know, lightning pace, good, you know, tricks, the lot. And then he gets a chance and does nothing, and then ends up getting replaced after an hour by Theo Walcott. And you watch, you then thinking, you know, we're just we're just back at square one here. And I think he's another one who he won't beat the club in the summer. I think obviously he wants it out last summer. I think Brandon Silver were hoping that days. Be able to turn him, and turn co- his head, and, and, him
3: a lip, and yeah. coach
0: him and make him a better player. But it's just not worked out. And again, I think he's another one who we won't see at the club next year. I think they'll look to, they'll look to cash in on him and they'll probably look to, to get to get him out. But as much as the Anfield job was bad, I think he's the biggest disappointment because there's so much talent there and there's something. And he'll be one of them where he'll go to another club and probably do really, really well. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a case of, oh, another one who, you know, another one who we've just let go or. But this just doesn't seem to work with Everton. And no matter what seems to be done or what they hope to do or what they try and do, it just doesn't work out. And I think he will eventually be gone.
2: Okay, uh, Rob, say your beef. Who's your worst player of the season?
3: Mr Walcott. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I just, I'm just, i going to agree with you. He's mine. I just think it, it, it started out at the, um, the United away game and he was a fault for both the goals and it was it, it just kind of snowballed from there and what was first <laughs> sorry to interrupt but what, what was first United away
2: or Arsenal away? Uh, was it Arsenal? Arsenal, Arsenal away yeah, it started, yeah. well, I was going to say because for me it started Arsenal uh, away I thought that, it
3: was a fault for both of their goals I just feel like it, it <laughs> listen players lose possession all the time it happens It's but it's how you react to it and it was just as if to say well that's not my job to get it back and he can't take a man on. He can't finish. You know, the, the the finish last week against last week against Tottenham. He did his best and missed that he fell over. The touch against United, which he did bring up before again. For a player again, we we spent what was it twenty twenty three twenty four million. It's in, in the same kind million, of bracket, same kind of bracket as Tosin, where you'd expect a hell of a lot more. And he's experienced. He's an England international. Well, he was. He was. Yeah. <laughs> And th- yeah, he's just a massive, massive. Like he's just awful. And I, 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 have seen him at times earlier on in the season in the team sheet when you had Luckman, who were like, "Oh my god, these get get this lad in the team." You know, you know, I, I just wanted them out so much, but I made up Charlson's made made that place his own now. Really, um, but yeah, it's probably Walker. Tosin's another shout as well. It again. I, I was his biggest I wanted to be his biggest fan but Hmm. he hasn't got it what's he he offer he's not a
1: Premier League player is
3: he you know and I think I moved back to. not a very good one anyway I I moved back to Turkey he's probably the best option for him biggest disappointment of the season the way we limped out of them cups mate yeah it was awful you know that Southampton game they were bottom of the league at the time barely kicked the butt you know done a thing right all season and then we go out on we played a weekend team as well played, didn't we? but so did they you know you uh, do
0: no, You understand them doing it but because yeah. obviously they belong to
3: say
0: but for us it was like why you know
3: but our weekend team was enough there to beat them mm. you know what I mean it, 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 we
0: salvaged penalties didn't
3: we yeah <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah, and, and in that middle war game it was it was a, a, discre- it was a disgrace me. wasn't it you know we just didn't turn up for the fight and if you look at how the, the, the cup competition played out in the end, where you, it was Watford and the Wolves in the um, the semi-finals, mm-hmm. could have been us. That which should have easily been us. It's always the way, though. When I, know, I know, those, I I know. Like but it's like teams that gets to like the later
2: rounds. The competition
3: just opened up, and yeah, it, I just feel like that was for me. That's the black mark on silver this year. It's just that was that's what I'm marking them down on was the way those cup competitions played out, and just wish we'd have done more because I think we could have really, really I think we could have won a Sophie to be honest with you mm-hmm. um, the Anfield derby it is a bad moment but that cup competitions just that Millwall game just I that, think la- that the- last goal that last goal going anything and are you just kidding me have you really just conceded that and I know it was on ball and things like that but you shouldn't be in that position in the first place against well, a team I, like Millwall I think the, the FA World.
0: Cup as well though the, the Warner Sands were there when we played Lincoln at home because we got off to a blister and started, it was like 2-0 after yeah. 15 minutes, and you thought, oh, no! You know, and then they got a goal off a set piece, and then second half, we were hanging on at times, and you're thinking, you know, how, how are we hanging on? here? the team, you know, we, we had to bring, yeah. you know, he brought Gomes on at half-time, yeah. he did for Davis, because we, we were hitting over him field, and you, you, so I'm looking back now, the warning signs were probably there before we faced mm. Millwall, because mm. Lincoln gave us a game, and they were, you know, League Two minnows, yeah. so when you go to, you know, when you go to Millwall away, Saturday night, you no. Know, Heavy rain, boggy pitch. They're right in your faces, the crowds on top, yeah. You know, it's no surprises that we that we got dumped out in the way mm. we did. I mean, it's hard to disagree
2: with, with any of them. The the derby was just sickening. The the Anfield derby was sickening. It was horrible. You, you, you know, you think you're going to get at least a point. Mm. You played very well. And Jordan Pickford goes and throws the ball basically into the net. It, yeah. was, it was horrible, wasn't it? Just to be... Uh, go on, connor sorry. I you think know. I think as well what
0: made it worse was that we've got points on Anfield haven't played no, much yeah. worse well, we than that uh, over, over the years and you are thinking, you know, the one year we do go and mm, have a go. That was it, I think. and we take the game to them and you know And we're the better team throughout as well. We had yeah. good, really good chances to score. You look at Gomez where you know they're diving everywhere it's off yeah. the line and I remember
2: even before the, the incident though, we were still potentially could
0: could have scored yeah. the goal, could have won the game. We brought, was the game. It brought, look for you know and Bernards later on. You know, we were still having a goal. It was like and obviously we were what happens you know, and you just think we've actually had to go
3: there and that's mm. what you know. The w- and the worst part about it was the, the free kick got lumped in. And we actually defended the ball. The free got, kick. Yeah, we defended the free kick quite well. And even if you look at Origi it's, it's like even he thinks it's going out. Mm. Do you know? And, and it's just the maddest ten seconds ever. And it it it, it defined that it defined our season in the end. Because you know, in an alternate reality, you'd love to have seen what had gone on if we'd have come out come away from there with, come away from there with the points and I think Jordan Pickford probably would have slept a little bit easier last weekend when City won that league because it could have been that you know mm. could have been that win that. Mm. Um, quite easily that give them that give them the title but but yeah
2: okay my two um, I find it very hard to disagree, uh, disagree with Rob to be honest I think Walcott for the the, the player who he is, the the pedigree, you know that he's meant to have, and the, the price tag. I, I just think he's been our worst player. For someone who hasn't been able to, you know, break into that team properly and have an impact, it's, it's quite disgusting, really. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not trying to be as harsh as Rob has been, but he's definitely been my worst player <laughs> of the year. Um, biggest disappointments. Obviously, we mentioned all them, but I'm just going to go left field. I think Yeri Mina has been my biggest disappointment, mm-hmm. um, just purely because of expectation. I think. Might be being slightly too harsh on him because he has you're been injured. injured. injured no, yeah, he has yeah. been injured. So, you know, that's fair enough. But, you know, the World Cup, he, you know, he had a decent World Cup. He scored against England. You know, he, he played for Barcelona. Mm. You know, one of the best clubs in the world. And he's come in and it just hasn't, it just hasn't happened for him yet. Mm. Um, but in terms of the expectation of what I thought, yeah, I mean, has been my, my biggest disappointment. Um, moving on then to... The biggest surprise of the season.
0: You've been listening to the View from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo. You've been listening to the View from the Gladys Street
3: podcast.
2: Again, Rob, we'll go with you, but just interpret it, however, however you, you see it, whether it's a player, whether it's, again, something up on the pitch, something off the pitch, but, you know,
3: um, biggest surprise of the season. Michael Keane, for me. Yeah. Um, you know, last season he was he was one of the poster boys wasn't he for of how bad that team actually was and things and again we paid big money for him you felt like the lad just had zero confidence and he's just come on leaps and bounds this year ever since like you know since the start of the season he's been he's he barely he's barely put a foot wrong and I, I can't wait to see him develop again next year and, and become stronger but yeah Michael Keane for me biggest surprise and and certainly the most improved um, yeah, Connor
0: Michael Keane. I think you look back at you know the summer. It looked as though he was getting hosted out when we signed Mina and Kurt Zuma because you kind of thought, well, they're going to come in and they're going to be the, the centre back pairing. There's, there's a reason why we signed both, not just one. Mm. Um, but he's he's kind of made that position his own now, and it's now Zuma or Mina who will partner him um, going forwards. It looks as though it probably will be Mina because the Zuma. Zuma front seems to have gone quiet, but I think looking back on that season just gone, it was you know, he was he got back in the England squad. You know, we and to be fair to him as well, he opened up, didn't he early on and was quite honest about the, the you know, the horrific ordeal that he went through last season, which must have been tough and mm. you know, fair place to that because he didn't come out and say this last year when in reality it probably would have been easy for him to come out and say last year when he was getting pelters well I'm gonna, I mean, you know, I'm playing with about foot here and you know, they start on it, and we probably would have pelted them with more abuse because we just said, oh, he's just saying that because he, he's playing poorly. You know, we waited till he got, got back and got, was playing back well and then sort of opened up and said, well, last season was a struggle, you know, and you you think as well where he had that, that head injury at Bournemouth, mm-hmm. you know, where he had a, a fractured skull, I think, at one point, you were mm-hmm. talking that he had and, you know, he, I think he was playing within three weeks of that, wasn't he? He was back playing, you know, and, you know, he he's just, he's really come of age and, he now looks at the type of centre-back who, who will be signed from Burnley. Um, and, you know, hopefully long may continue.
1: Great. Can I just say, called that. I did say Michael Keane had it and was a good player when he was getting pelted. <laughs> <laughs> called it. Um with sixth one. Yeah, I know, did go you say one, that in no, the no, podcast? Yeah, every podcast I've been on, I think. <laughs> no, um, it, it's more, it's a, it's a surprising moment for me because I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, what, like, I just couldn't fathom it out, but it was Tom Davis being given the captaincy as a surprise and moment because okay. yeah. that was exactly. a huge surprise. I just yeah. thought, What, why, what, how, what's going on there? Why has he done that? Um, and I don't think any of us to this day Still have fathomed it out it. yet. Yeah. Um, that was Probably a, more baffled now than we were yeah, in surprise <laughs> to me. I'd, I'd go with Tom Davis being given the captaincy, I just couldn't believe it. It was a, It was a big surprise, yeah.
2: Okay, um, mine's kind of in the same ilk as Rob and Connor, but slightly different. It's more the the blossom and partnership between Keane and Zuma, which is just going to be torn to shreds, obviously, in the summer. I
3: you just set yourself up for a
0: massive but in down, though, aren't you? No,
3: but in, no. But, but, in, but in fairness, though, when Keane and Meena have played together, you know, we've kept them clean sheets and we've
2: no, no. But I just, I, I agree.
3: But the
2: partnership between mm. them two has been solid. Really, I think we have probably kept more clean sheets with them two as centre centre yeah. backs. Mm. Um, I mean. I was super played right back against Tottenham, but me and I played didn't he, and we can see the two goals. I just think I'm just so surprised that again how well Keen has played, but mm-hmm. they just seem to have clicked. And you just like like January probably December, you just didn't see that they complement each other so well. Don't yeah. they?
1: They both got like they're not they're not very similar. They've got different styles. Only really they go about things a different way. But I think it complement each other, don't it? Yeah. Like the the way they both play.
0: I, I think what you say there about you know you, you no. Know, August last year you didn't see my Keane get a game no <laughs> you know because we have obviously signed Jerry Mina for 30 30 odd million we all cared Zuma in, and you're thinking well that's the end of my Keane mm. because why would Silver and Brands go out and buy two centre backs and, and you know it wasn't like we, we signed one both of them were coming into play because Zuma wouldn't have come otherwise mm. from Chelsea Definitely. and you, you know you, you're thinking the writing's on the wall a little bit for me and, and to, to go on and, and do well to go on and do what they did as a pair and you look at it now, it was it was thankful because Mina's injury record has mm. been so bad over the course of the season that mm. it's kind of been a blessing that the two have, have, have had a blossom relationship and the, the two being at the club because you, know, you you hate to see where we would have been if we'd been relying on Yeti Mina because... Well,
2: a, you would have well, thought for, the likes of Holgate probably would have stayed at the club and stuff but like that. But
0: they're, they're, they're not, I don't think they're best than all. No, the, no, the two well, I agree, you know,
2: but in terms of in numbers and your squad yeah. and
0: stuff like that. But that's a backward step, though, isn't it? You know, it might not be a backward step, and you know, it, it just it goes to show that maybe you know, silver, silver and brands are actually right to get three in in the summer you know, to, to, to make sure we look comfortable more than going with the two, while money was perceived that we were going to go with. Okay, just f-
2: coming up to the the end of it now, but the, a bit of a quirky one here, then, Rob. Again, interpret however, but regret of the season, any regret it for you personally or as a club, you know, just an example, you know, regret maybe we didn't get you league or whatever,
3: you take on it? I'll revert back to the cup competitions. I just think it was a massive missed opportunity. Um I think we could have. Uh, I think put it this way, we'd give City more of a game than Watford did. <laughs> <laughs> um, the farmers will they give City more of a game than did? And can any more money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, it's just the cup competitions really. I just wish we'd have reacted a bit better than them. Um, the league cup was just it was a poor, poor it was a poor night that, and then obviously the Millwall game was just catastrophic. And um, yeah, cup competitions. Connor.
0: Yeah, I think the 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 big one is the is the cups, uh-huh. because I, I think you know, like Rob said earlier, again, it's just another year, isn't it? Goes by where you you know you just feel like it's another missed opportunity, and eventually that we've got to stop that kind of feeling because it's becoming all too frequent, isn't it? You know, another missed opportunity, and but for me, I think you know, missing out on Europa League a little bit, I think that it's not everyone's flavour, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but you know, just. I said would have been, I think, interesting, and I think it would have been good to see us play in Europe and see. I think it would have been interesting how we've improved under silver from Co- the Cumin Europa League campaign, which was obviously as shambolic as it probably could have got. You know, three managers oversaw mm. <laughs> our, our campaign that lasted f- f- four months. <laughs> and <then we> had, <laughs> I mean, I think we're, we're not actually we have four, did we? Because. Koeman took charge at the first couple. Mm. Then it was Unsworth. Then it was Big Sam. And then Craig Shakespeare took charge, the last one, didn't he? Because we, True, never, yeah, we, exactly. never, even, we never even sent a team. We Allardyce sent, was sick, wasn't he? No, Alex chose not to go. I thought it was sick. We, we were playing the derby on the Sunday and that was on the Thursday night. So we sent loads of fringe players and kids with Craig Shakespeare. Mm. And Alice basically said, oh yeah, all oh, the first team, we're going to stay French farm because it's a game. Got not game we've got not to play for. So I we actually... Brilliant choice. You know, <laughs> yeah. So I think... It would be interesting how far we've come from them them days to, to now playing in the competition. Because whether people moan about it, but there's some really, really good teams in it. And you you know, you look at the likes of Arsenal and Chelsea this year, yet yeah, they both got the final, but they've been tested a lot of a lot of times. I mean, you just look at the semi-final, Chelsea with Frankfurt, it took them to penalties. You know, you wouldn't sit here and say, mm. Oh, Frankfurt are one of Germans' elite, you know, elite forces. But they've obviously got something about them because they just took Chelsea to penalties. So I think it would have been interesting. How much we've improved and how well we could do in a competition like that. Graham
1: Um, I've gotta go right back to the start of the season before before we kicked the ball really. Um, and we've talked about it countless times. Um, and there's gonna be reasons why it never happened and you know, you might all give me down the banks, but biggest it's gotta be not signing and centre forward. Mm. We all knew it needed to happen. We all knew Lukaku needed replacing. You know, we could go into it and spend a long time talking about it, who was available, you know. Silver didn't want to take a chance he didn't like the look of the players available blah 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 but everybody inside and outside the club knew that Everton Football Club needed a new centre forward and I would have moved heaven and earth like I think you've mentioned it before you know some of the some of the signs that we made could have gone on the back burner and go out and spend 60 million quid on a centre forward and I would love to have seen how our season would have gone mm. with a, a proper proper established striker in the squad um, or in the first team even I should say so I think I've sat in the pub too many times talking about it I've sat at Goodison too many times thinking about it why didn't he sign a centre forward what would have happened if we'd have got a centre forward in so I think my biggest regret has got to be that that would have been my priority in the summer
2: Definitely not giving you down the banks for that no. completely agree with you totally agree
0: I thought you were going to say I should have spoken more about my
1: Hakeem being a good player. I, mean, I, play I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I going to be
2: something about Rooney
1: or something like that. <laughs> no, be, yeah, not signing centre forward for me. Mine,
2: um, kind of got two, just a personal one. Not that I, I haven't been to any away games this season, so I need to do more next season. Um, and second one, I mean, and I hate the fact that it's about them, but the fact that we've played well against Liverpool twice this season mm-hmm. and not beaten them. Yeah. And it's in the same milk as the <laughs> Cup competitions another season's gone by and we Mm -hmm. still haven't haven't beaten and it's Mm. just it's obviously not but sometimes it can be that's more frustrating than the fact that we haven't won a cup Mm. do you know what I mean because it's just one game Mm -hmm. you know two a a, a year or two a season really the the
0: Anfield's the big one isn't it we've we've got to find a way of getting over that hoodoo because otherwise eventually we're just going to keep going and going and going out me I mean it again, It does. Yeah, it seems. United no, as well was like White, ha- White Hart Lane was like that, wasn't mm. it, for years? So. Mm. We need to find a way of getting some belief to get a win there because we can't just carry on. I mean, it's nineteen ninety nine, you know, we're in mm, two thousand nineteen. Now it's you know
1: we've <laughs> only lost one game all season, well, and it was to all conquer and Man City. So no, think this think season, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? They yeah. are a world class
2: team. Yeah. You know, you yeah. there's no two ways about it. But, but I, we put performances in against them that deserve um, a lot more. And I, I think mm. as
0: well, you, you just look at that one in December. Like I say, like I said earlier, it was the fact that we went there and had to go. We we we, we played so well. I mean, don't get me wrong, under the Moyens era. I was as critical as, as probably most football fans were watching us watching because we were, we did just go there scared. You know, when he parked the buses, you know, 10 men behind the ball and it was like, oh, well, as long as we, we can hang on, they don't score, it's a success. And that's, you know, because we're never going to beat them playing that way. We're just always going to try and pluck a, a nil-nil. But to actually go there and have a goal this year and, you know, take them on at their own game almost and
3: yeah. still come away with nothing. It's just, it's just everything all over, isn't it? And, in terms of just beating them in general, you've only got to look at north of the border. You know, Rangers had not beat Celtic for a long time. They've beat them twice this year you now. So you get that over, get that first one over the line and it was a back-to-the-wall job as well. And then they beat oh, them again. Celtic aren't Liverpool, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things up there, in terms of like, Celtic are much better than Rangers. And if you get that over the line, that one win over the line, it changes things then it changes the, your whole psych, your whole psychological approach to it. And I think if we get that one victory against them, it doesn't matter how it is or where it is or when it is, well, hopefully soon. You know, that... Um, it does matter when it yeah, is. Does, yeah, you know, <laughs> it, that... that
1: final, be
3: nice. <laughs> you know, that could completely turn it on its head
2: then. Hmm. I think the gun thing is just, because we put in the performances, yeah. Yeah. if we have been beaten 4 nil, obviously you'd be fuming and you'd be disgusted at the Like the Martinus, when
0: when Martin, when We were just, Embarrassment, that's before, I mean. you
2: know. Like it, it doesn't make it any better, but it's like oh, we were so, you know we were very close there to mm. to, to doing them. I think that
0: the closer you get, the more it hurts. Well, no, it does absolutely. Than the, 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 the actual going there, you know, going there and getting tongue-fouled like we did under Martinez. You go, I think you go there and oh, you know, like when we went there on the big salmon again. You know, we parked the bus and we got we got what people preserve as up. You know, a lucky penalty. It's when you actually go there like we did in December. It's just it hurts even more because you just think. We've actually had to go there and mm. try to take them on, and still come away empty-handed, and it's just something that's always going to hang over us, isn't it? <laughs> and until until the hoodoo is broken, it'll just go on and on and on and on and on. Mm. Okay, last question then,
2: um, which relates to next season, getting season expectations for next season. And I know it's going to it's a very very tough one to ask at the moment because you know we could have. Belter Chanterwen, though, and by you know, the first game of the season, your expectations could be through the roof, it mm. could be the complete opposite. But as we sit here right now, this week, what do you expect from Everton next season? On, on?
1: I think I can only, I don't want to, you know, get ahead of myself. I, do, I think make, make goodness son a fortress and beat beat the teams in inverted commas that we're supposed to beat. Don't be losing silly home games um, and prioritise the cups. that's that's what I'd expect Silver to do next season silverware is something that we need to bring to the club if he wants to make his mark Um, and I think you know it's a competitive league if you can win your home games and then make the most of your away games and pick up you know even if it's a point away from home you're going to be there or thereabouts, you know what I mean? Tottenham have lost a lot of games this season. They, are, Fair actually, enough, they haven't they? drawn a lot, but they've lost a lot of games. If you can win your home games, if you can win, you know, 14-15 home games and then do what you can on the road. And I think Silver's got a bit of a formula on the road. He hasn't hasn't been fantastic, but you know, he's got yes, the big tools sound, He's it? got the tools to to, to play on the break and to, to hair teams on the road make Gooderson a fortress. pick up as many points as we can at Goodison Park and don't lose those silly home games that we've lost this season or even draw. Um, and I would like him to make more of an effort in the cup. Um, I know the performances weren't great, but when you're not playing your, your first team, that's going to, you know, you you, you 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 haven't got that head start, have you? You know what I mean? So that that'd be my expectations for next season. I don't want to start spouting top four and all this nonsense, but that's what I want to see him do.
2: I mean, Conor, there's a lot of, um, overriding factors that could change again but you know the legs of United Chelsea transfer band Arsenal look vulnerable I mean I'm not going to include Tottenham in that because they're in the Champions League final so though, I'd say those top three you know City Liverpool are cemented but there could be you know that one place for that could be buffer for grabs
0: yeah definitely well I, I agree with, with Graham. I think the, the Cups are, um, should become a massive priority um, because you you can't carry on every year just thinking oh we'll try and get top six or top seven because for as easy as to say you know th- the could open up we've also got to be careful because there's like Celeste there you know Wolves are effectively ahead of us because they finished seventh you know West Ham if they could pull their act together mm. could, could could get up there and have, you know potentially thing you know. There is other clubs, I mean again, less Leic- you no know, Leicester could be a route one to, you know timid to ourselves sitting here thinking well mm. we have a goal next year from the off we've got play, a chance. Indeed, you mean. know.
1: And they've got a goal to score it as well. Yeah,
0: and you've got like that Madison mm. So while well, it's easy to say, well, Oh you know, we could bridge the gap, we've also got to be careful because 'cause there'll be team breathing down Arnech, oh, no. looking to think well we can get top six, top seven. And so I think the cups for me. And then I think the big thing has got to be signing at least one forward. Mm. You know, if we go, we start, the, we start the season with the same forwards or just Calvert-Lewin, I think we'll all be suicidal <laughs> because it will be the second consecutive summer. Well, the third, really, if you mm. count, count Koeman's one, that we haven't addressed the biggest problem we've got at the football club. You know, we we need a number nine, at least one number nine. I mean, I, I remember saying only oh, a couple of weeks ago, I would even look at, like something like Mitrovic and Laurentian, yeah. you know, bring two in. Because at least then you've got two options to work with. You know, it's not, oh, we'll Calvert-Lewin run round, you'll put a shift in. You've got at least Laurentian. You know, Laurentian built a really good partnership with Sigurdsson at Swansea, done really, really well. If they could get, you know, get that back, get that back, back going, we'd have a chance. You know, Mitrovic scored 11 goals last year in a team that for the most part, Shot pretty useless, to. you know, and, and got away with being how bad they was because of how bad field. were. But on on the whole, they were terrible for him and he still scored 11 goals, which was more, I think it was mm. six more than what Calvert-Lewin mm. managed. So for me, it's got to be got to be a centre-forward because we can't have another year where we're just sitting there going, oh, well, we had targets, but we missed out. And, you know, I said it through the week, it's as if the club hasn't recovered from Olivier Giroud taking back on us in the 11th hour two and a half years ago mm. it's, like, it's like we just haven't recovered because so much must have went into that deal that they, they thought oh we've got him over the line he turns mm. us back it's like it's we,
3: like a PTSD we've
0: mm. just never we've just never looked back and we've never replaced the Kaku we need, we need someone can come in and for me we've, we've got to get a number nine and we've got to get a forward in because we can't go on
1: like this just- I think as well like, you've, you've come up with two names there that'd suit the bill you know especially Mitrovic I'm, I'm a big fan of Mitchovic. so get it done mm. put it to bed you could, you could literally solve the biggest problem in one I know people are and it. You know,
0: he got relegated, they're not, they're not household names, but they're still a lot better than what we've no, got right now this goals, minute. Goals, you he know, he scores goals. Level as you know, well. Like I say, Llorente is a potentially a free transfer in the summer because his contract's up as bears. If you could produce after goals, he did for Swansea with Sigurdsson, it'd be best than what we've got right now. You know, it then enables to get rid of likes in the ass and tossing and. and Work with Calvert-Lewin a little bit more on on building this game up whereas right now, this minute, you couldn't really let Tosin or Nias go because there's no guarantee that you're going to bring anyone in to replace mm. them to to so you gonna know, be one centre forward, which definitely even by which even by even by, by Everton standards, would be absolutely catastrophic. Mm.
2: Well, we're definitely going to do a few transfer podcasts over the summer, so um, watch, that, watch this watch the space for uh, what happens there. But Rob, just your short summary
3: of where you want where you want to see Everton at this time next season. I think the simplistic brief is get European football and win a trophy, in um, What kind of European football probably changes as the year goes on, you know what I mean? If we're pushing the top five, which I highly doubt, but if we're pushing the top five, top four, then you, it changes, doesn't it? Halfway through a season, but as it stands now, get European football back at Goodison and, because I'd be dead and see to see how Silver does in Europe actually, to be fair. I think his style of play would suit it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, just win a bloody trophy, any, you know, Car- the Carabao Cup is the easiest, the easiest and quickest route to Wembley, pour all your efforts into it, Um but, I can't disagree with what the lads have said there, about signing a striker, I think that's absolutely vital, if we haven't got that in, I don't think there's much, I don't think there would be much hope, for a higher finish than what we've got, without a, without a decent recognised striker next year.
2: Okay, I think that's a good place to finish, Um that's it for this, this week's view from the Gladys Street Fan Podcast. Thanks to my guests Rob Graham and Connor for coming on; Cheers. much appreciated. We'll definitely have you all back on um, during the summer, where hopefully we'll uh, be it. doing it. Uh, <laughs> well, a lot of business, and we'll have a striker, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of debate um, with regards to regards to that one and whether we can uh, sign a, a player who finally scores some some goals for us. So, thanks very much, and to all you Blues out there, thanks for listening.
3: The View from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo.